0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the house. How y'all doing out there this Monday afternoon? Hope everybody's having a great day. Hey, man, we got a lot to talk about today, and I hope you're ready for some information and some great conversation. Oh, yeah. We're here. We're here. We're here. Now, of course, as I always say, I always want y'all to be a part of the show. And by being a part of the show, I mean calling in, talking to me. Tell me what's on your mind. Hey, that's why we call it Let's Talk. So, with that being said, here's how you can join the show. It's the easiest way you can do it. Call me, 347-838-8622 is the number. Once again, 347-838-8622. You can also email me at Talk at gmail.com. And the chat room is open today, y'all. So you can come in the chat room, create your username, it don't cost you anything and um <laughs> you can just join me in the conversation in the chat room as well so those are all the ways you can be part of the show and as i said i do highly encourage you to call in and talk to me that way you don't have to hear my crazy voice all day long oh, okay and now with all that being said i know we got some music for you today right oh yeah we do but the problem is i have two songs i want to play and you know, they kind of like five minutes long each. So the question is, which one do I play now? Which one do I play later? I don't know. But before we play the songs, y'all know they're coming, though. Let me tell you something. This weekend, past weekend, the NFL got started. Uh, well, last Thursday, actually, the NFL started. And um, some interesting things went on, man. Players knelt, you know, join arms in unity. The fans booed. Um, some teams stayed in the locker room. Some went out, and the fans aren't happy about that either. Look, here's the thing. Get over it, okay? Get over it. It's two options. Either you're going to watch or you're not. Quit talking about, I'm not watching. I'm so done. You don't have to publicize it. Just don't do it. Or do it. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. It's not hard. It's not. Wake the heck up. We don't want to know if you're not going to watch the NFL, NBA, WNBA, NFL, or in Major League Baseball, hockey, whatever. We don't care if you watch it or not. We really don't. Stop publicizing it. We do not care.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's just that simple. Golly, uh, you're going to get on there and try and make a big thing of it. You forget all these people being killed seven percent of these leagues are of well, non-white ethnicity so i mean really what you think they're gonna do just ignore it heck no they're not gonna ignore it okay anyway
2: i'm, I'm done with that I had
0: to get that out of my system um you know i got a, a postcard in the mail the other day and it was interesting because i looked at it and started laughing And then I listened this morning to a news uh, channel outlet, and they were talking about this thing because Colorado is suing the U.S. Post Office, United States Post Office, for sending these same little cards out. And it's interesting. One thing it says is if you plan to vote by mail, plan ahead, right? Then on one side it says, dear postal customer, if you vote by mail, we are committed to providing you a secure, effective way to deliver your ballot." Use this checklist to prepare. All right. It says, start today. Give yourself and your election officials ample time to complete the process. Rules and dates vary by state. So contact your election board to confirm. Find links at USPS.com forward slash voting info. Now, they're not saying what they're telling you are right is right across the nation. So if you have any questions, Hey, call your election board. I mean, is it that hard? Request your mail-in ballot. Often called absentee ballot at least 15 times before election, 15 days before election day. All right, that's 15 days. Once received, follow the instructions, add postage to the return envelope if needed. We recommend you mail your ballot at least seven days before election day. All right, then at the bottom it says, we're ready to deliver for you make sure you're ready to your united states postal service now this is the card that i received in the mail right now um colorado is suing because it's saying the card is putting out bad information honestly after reading that i don't see where the bad information is they tell you on it if you have any problems or you have any questions about your state your city or your town election process call the election board. It's just that simple. It's amazing how people make uh, mountains out of molehills. I mean, really. All they have to do is read, people. Read. RIP. Reading is fundamental. Uh, That's all you have to do. That's half the problem we have in this country. You read, but you can't comprehend. Oh, my goodness. Don't get me started right now. But anyway, as I promised you, we're going to break (laughs) it we're going to you, bring you some music right now because I'm getting started. I don't want to get started too early. All right, so let's see. We're going to kick off with the black eyed peas and where is the love? Oh, man, this is a nice jam. Y'all enjoy. See you in a minute.
3: Where is the love? People killing, people dying. Children hurting, I hear them crying. Can you practice what you're preaching? Would you turn the other cheek again? Mama, 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 tell us what the hell is going on? Can't we all just get along? Father, 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 help us, there's the guidance from above. Cause people got me, got me questioning the love? Yeah, what's going on with the world, mama? way? Yeah, people living like they ain't got no mama. The love?
1: I think they're all distracted by the drama and attracted to the trauma, mama. The love? I think they don't understand the concept or
3: the meaning of karma. Where's the love? overseas, yeah, they're trying to stop terrorism, where's the love, over here on the streets the police shoot the people, put the bullets in them, where's the love, but if you only got love for your own race, where's the love? then you're gonna leave space for others to discriminate, where's the love, and to discriminate only generate hate, and when you hate then you're bound to get irate. Man, this is what you demonstrate, and that's exactly how hate works and operates. Man, we gotta set it straight, take control of your mind, just meditate, and let your soul just gravitate to the love so the whole world celebrated. People killing, people dying, children hurting, I hear them crying, can you practice what you preaching? Would you turn me on the king again? Mama, 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 tell us what the hell is going on? Can't we all just get along? Father, 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 help us. Is guidance from above. Cause people got me, got me and questioning where the line? Just ain't the same, always a change. Where's the love? New days are strange, just the world insane? Where's the love? Nation drop a bomb, killing our little ones. Where's the love? Oh, after you die, oh. Where's the love when a child gets murdered or a cop gets knocked down? Black lives not now. Everybody matters to me. All racist. You don't like what I'm saying? Haterade, raids, all cases. Everybody hates somebody. Yes, we all racist. Black IPs do a song about love and y'all hate this. All these protests with different color faces. We was all born with a heart. while we gotta chase it? And every time I look around. Every time I look up. Every time I look down. No one's on the coming ground. And if you never speak truth, then you never know a love sound. And if you never know love, then you never know God. Where's wow. love? Where's the love y'all? I don't, I don't Where's know. Where's the truth y'all? Yeah. I don't know. People killing, people dying, children
1: hurting, hear them crying. Did you practice what
3: you preach? Would you turn the other cheek? Five, five. Me, got me the love is the key where is the love love is the key where Police man want me dead and gone That election looking like a joke And the weed man still selling dope Somebody gotta give these niggas hope All he ever wanted was a smoke Said he can't breathe with his hands in the air he on the ground, died from a choke Where's the love? Feel the weight of the world on my shoulder As I'm getting older, y'all people get colder Most of us only care about money making Selfishness, gotta follow in the wrong direction Wrong information, always shown by the media Negative images, it's to make arteria Evicting the young minds faster than bacteria Kids wanna act like what they see in the cinemas What happened to the love and the values of humanity? What happened to the love and the fairness and the quality? Where's the love? Instead of spreading love, we're spreading animosity. Where's the love? Lack of understanding,
0: leaving us away from unity. alright you All right, y'all. Hey, where's the love, baby? Where is the love? That's what I had to talk about right there. Oh, yeah. I love that song right there. Oh, yeah. Where's the love, baby? Where's the love? Because apparently there's none in this country right now. Now, hey, man, I tell you, we got to do, better. we have to do better. Hey, once again, this is Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. That was your song of the day, baby. The Black Eyed Peas, Where's the Love, the world version. Yeah, they had multiple artists on it, man. I tell you, nice song, nice song. Okay, so anyway, today's show. Today's show, the title is A Cracked Foundation. And man, we couldn't pick a better title for what's going on right now because what's supposed to be the most powerful country in the world, most advanced, most morally adept country in the world has a cracked foundation. And the leader himself is a cracked foundation. Yeah, but you know. I'm just going to call it as I see it right now. But anyway, we're 50 what, 50 days before election, 50 days before the presidential election and the congressional elections. Let's not forget those. Um, and as we move on to closer to these elections, a lot of things are coming out here lately. And speaking of things coming out, don't forget Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Graham um, has a uh, Remember back in June when he started this investigation into the Obama administration's um, uh, so-called spying on the Trump campaign, and he mentioned that he would try and get it done by mid-October. So as we get closer to October, as I said before, look for something to come out from the Republicans that may, quote-unquote, damage Joe Biden's um, character and reputation of course not to say it's not being done now it's not being tried now uh but i i'm i'm looking to see if they're going to come up with something now i'm not saying it's going to be true as we know when it comes to political games and what have you they put out a whole lot of nonsense stuff that's not true but sounds true anyway to the 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 sheeple that just going to go by what they're being told and not what they know <laughs> <laughs> Woo! That, that's a lot to say right there Anyway, so With that being said, Donald Trump Did an interview with um, Bob wooder, who's a, a um, Columnist slash Author, and um, You know, most of My generation, maybe I know generations before me They remember him as part of the Nixon White House uh, Watergate um, Scandal and, um, yeah, he sat down and did an interview with the president about two years ago. See, the, the, the information in the book is just coming out now. However, you know, I mean, it was two years ago. Then it was a little sooner because it mentions COVID-19. So this book is just not something that just got was written, okay? Because you're going to hear a lot of names in there of people that have been fired from the administration or, quote, unquote, resigned. And we know in this administration wouldn't resign me. You got fired, but, you know, you decided to quit first. You were given that choice. But anyway, um, and some interesting things have come out. Uh, I watched a lot of video on um, Mr. Woodard giving interviews and things like that. And it's a very, very interesting tale about what's going on in the White House and the president himself, Donald Trump. You know, it, it gives you kind of an insight to the mind mindset president, you know, and it's really interesting, <laughs> it really is, not to say it's a lot of what we don't already know, but there's some things in that I think that will surprise you, and um, of course, we know if it's not favorable, if it doesn't come out favorable in his his direction, then he's going to um, kick it off as being untrue, unfair, whatever, as he has been saying, Funny thing about it, well, it's not funny because it's the same thing he's done throughout the whole um time he's been president. Um he he gives you know gloating, gloating references to people. And then when they come out and they say something against what he believes or what he thinks is true, um he goes ahead and tries to um destroy or discredit whatever came out. And the same thing is with Bob Woodward now. Because first Trump said he was he was fair and he he liked doing the interview with him. Then he came back and said, "Oh, this book is unfair." He was being unfair. Well, if that was the case, then you shouldn't have let the man record you, because all the all the the interviews were recorded. With the president were record was recorded, and um, so it's not like. You can use the old line. Well, I didn't say that because it's on tape. I mean, it's on. Yeah, it's on tape. You can play it as many times as you want to. You know. Okay. Everybody says things that you know we may uh, embellish a little bit, or you know we may change the story just a little bit. However, when you have tape of you saying one thing and there's other tape of you saying something else, and in the middle there's innocent people dying. That's not a good thing, y'all. That is not a good thing at all. You know, and even though the the, the, the concept or the thought process was good. No, baby, no, baby. You've been better off telling what was going on. Now I know some of y'all talking about what is he talking about? There he go again, rambling. No, um, President Trump himself. Uh, it's interesting because he played down the seriousness of COVID nineteen. Okay, yeah, and actually he said. Uh, he did it purposely. He he did it on purpose because he didn't want to create a panic, a public panic. Well, if we know what we know, when it did come out of how serious it was, there was a, a, a panic. Let's be honest, there was a panic. And y'all remember it, they buying all the toilet paper, all the the hand sanitizer, and you know just raiding stores, grocery stores, and corner stores to where they had to stop and put specific hours up so they can restock so on that note yes he was right in that instance it would not have mattered when he said about, talked about the seriousness of the covid of covid-19 because it did and would have created a panic and so we give we give him a half a point on that. <laughs> now you know what we gonna we gonna be generous today. We are gonna give him a full point on that because he was right. He was right about that. He did. Now, with that being said, the problem is instead of waiting two three months to come out and actually talk about the seriousness of COVID nineteen and how deadly it really was, being that he already knew how deadly it was, Peaks decided to keep downplaying it purposely, on purpose. Yes, on purpose. Now, that is not good. That, That is not good at all. And the reason why it's not good, because a lot of people during that time died, okay? They died. Now y'all know what I usually say. Whatever well, gonna die anyway. I mean, you, when you die, you die. It's your time. But how many actually died from complications because of COVID nineteen? We will never know the real numbers. We will never know what what actually caused these people to die because we know at one time anybody who died and was positive came up COVID positive was declared to have been have, have passed by COVID nineteen. You know, there's many medical uh, people, even in your family probably, that work in hospitals and clinics, and they tell you the same thing. So, uh, to say that his downplaying this was the causing them dying, okay, that's that's kind of a, 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 a so-so type of um, claim. Can you, can we believe, can can we officially say that that's a so kind so-so kind of uh, claim? But the fact that he withheld it from the citizens of the United States cannot be denied. They can't be denied because it's fact. He said it and it was done. Now I know some of y'all say, Mr. Talk, what the heck are you talking about? Because there you go again. Well, we're gonna we're gonna bring it to you. Okay. Now you know, here's some of the stuff that he did. January the 30th, President Trump during uh, during their public speech, we think we have it very well under control. We have very little problem in this country at this moment. Five, he was saying five people had COVID-19. And those people are all recuperating successfully. See, I'm gonna come back to that right there. And these people are all recuperating successfully. But we're working very closely with China and other countries, and we think it's going to have a very good ending for us. So I cannot, I can, so I that I can assure you. All right, let's go back to, and all are recuperating successfully. Now, even at this biggest point, you know, once you got a hold of and found out what it was, we know the survivability rate of COVID-19 was very high depending on any precondition is precondition, preconditions you may have had. Okay, those individuals had. We also know that if you got it before we even knew it was COVID 19, because there are, are reports out that's actually saying COVID 19 was hitting in November, October, November last year, 2019. Right here in the United States. However, see this is the interesting point. This is why you have to read and figure out what's what. However, individuals that had it at that time were told they had a very secure, uh, severe case of the flu. And we, it was getting certain treatment and told basically they have to let it run its course. So there are cases of, quote, unquote, COVID-19 that haven't even been recorded that has already happened. And those same people are walking around here every day. Well, some of them wear masks, some of them brown don't wear masks because they never considered that they had COVID-19. So, to say that they are recuperating successfully may not be a lie. Okay? It, It may not be a lie. Now, not to say that he doesn't lie. That's one of the times he may have actually told the truth. Because at that point, yeah, they probably were recovering. Okay? Now, whether the number was five or not, we don't know. Could have been. Maybe not. On January 31st, the president restricted travel from China. Okay? And Woodard says, the next week in a phone call, Mr. Trump told Woodard that he'd been learning about the virus. Um. February 7th, President Trump, during a phone call with Bob Woodard, said it goes through the air. Bob, that's always tougher than the touch. You know, the touch. You don't have to touch things, right? But the air, you just breathe the air, and that's how it's passed. And so that's a very tricky one. That's a very delicate one. It also is also more deadly than your... You know, you're even your strenuous flu. This is deadly stuff. Now, see, triple one, welcome to the show. I see you. Now, see, here is where it got, got thick at. Okay? Once he found out that it was an airborne virus and not just, you know, from touch, that's when he should have came out and said, Look, citizens of the United States, we have found that this this uh virus. It's now airborne, and we highly recommend that you take appropriate actions. Okay? That's all had to be said. But yet, this knucklehead continued to deny and say it didn't exist. It was a host, Democratic host. And this is why the uproar is that he knew how deadly this thing was, but he refused, and that's the only word you can use, refused to tell anyone. The public anyway. And those are, those are the people that should have been told first. Now, as I said before, his the reason he gave was because he didn't want to cause a panic. As I said, we give him a point for that because once they did find out halfway the truth about the COVID-19, there was a panic. Everybody going about to toilet paper, hand sanitizer, and like I said before, stores had to change their hours so they can restart. There was such a, a, a bum rush on things of that nature. Okay, so we give him a, a, a point for that. However, once he found out for about this thing being airborne, no, 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 no. He should have came straight out and, and let people know then. And
1: this was February, February.
0: Okay, so with that being said, yeah, this is this is that's not a good look. That wasn't a good look at all. Then on the twenty sixth of February, um President Trump said it's a little like the regular flu that we have flu shots for, and we eventually have a flu shot for this in a fairly quick manner. Okay <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And here we are. September 2020, and yet they're still trying to find out exactly what what it is. You know, they have a better understanding of it, but they don't know exactly. Now, of course, everybody's racing to get a quote unquote vaccine that, when they do bring it out, will not um, have been tested properly. So it's just going to make the citizens guinea pigs for those that decide to take this so-called vaccination. And let's remember, we have flu season coming up now. So that's going to add. So the question is, anyone who has, quote unquote, the flu, are they going to be classified as having COVID-19? And how many people are actually going to go and get a flu shot now, understanding that once you enter into any medical facility now, first thing they want to do is test you for COVID-19. So does that mean the numbers are gonna be skewed? Does that mean a lot of people gonna be walking around here with the flu? But all this could have been been, been eliminated or changed if he would have just came out in early February and told everybody how dangerous dangerous it was. And you know what? It probably wouldn't have so many issues with people wearing masks now either. But you know that didn't fit his that that, that doesn't fit his narrative. Because coming out and saying something like that would have actually um, 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 hurt him. It would, it would have hurt his, his, his status, and he doesn't like that. I'm just saying. Hold on. Let me see what I got
1: here. All
0: right. Let's see. Triple One, welcome to the show. You got Mr. Talk. Who am I talking to, and what you got for me? Hello. Turn your radio down. Turn your radio down. Can you hear me? Okay. Somebody's driving. They forgot to turn the radio down or they just listening. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> they pressed one, but they didn't really want to talk. If you want to talk to me again, press one again, okay? um, And then moving on to March 19th, phone call with Bob water he, he said, well, I think, Bob, really, to be honest with you, uh, um." Would have said, sure, I want you to be. President Trump said, I wanted to. I wanted to always play it down. I still like playing it down, President Trump, because I don't want to create panic. and we, we just covered that part about the panic,
1: right? We just covered that part about the panic.
0: So in in one way it was the right thing to do, maybe. Depends on how you look at it. But if you look at the overall picture of it, no, it was wrong. It was wrong. But in this interview, there was more things than they talked about COVID-19. You know, we we know the president is a very boisterous about his quote-unquote accomplishments. And, you know, he uses great words like tremendous, exceptional, you know, outstanding, and yeah, to make things seem more than what they are. But anyway, he went there to tell Bob Wooder that he has built a nuclear weapon system that nobody has ever seen in this country before. We have stuff that you haven't even heard, even seen or heard about. You know, when when he said that, that was interesting because it took me back to the old days. When um, Bush, the Bushes was in the office and Clintons, and they were talking about Star Wars. Y'all remember that Star Wars? You know, where they was going to build satellites in the sky for war. Now, fast forward to now, and what do we have now? We have a Space Force. Now, I may be overstepping. I may be thinking far, far ahead. But why create a Space Force? We we all laughed at that a space force. Okay, now we you know we going to the Jetson age. But if and Bob Wooden said he did confirm that that is true. That is true. So think about it: nuclear weapons, space force, because there's always there has always been a race between China, Russia, and the United States put something in space to defend or attack, depending on the way you you you, you think about it. But to tell somebody and to put it in a book, that shows just the, 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 the narcissistic type personality that the president is, uh, has. Now, I want you to know, I built this great nuclear weapon system mm. Interesting, isn't it? And, of course, we created the Space Force. Oh, my. But, you know, the interesting thing about the Space Force right now, I'm going to go sideways here for a minute, is they still trying to find out how to figure out uh, which um, rank system to use, whether it's the Navy, the Marines, the Army, the Air Force, or whatever.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
0: right now they're considering. I think they're considering the navy, the naval um, rank system. If I, I looked at it right, but I said create one. You created the the space one, so create a rank system. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, yeah. Um, so when you start thinking about this nuclear weapon thing, and you think about the creation of the space force. They kind of, you kind of begin to wonder. And like I said, they are what. They kind of go hand in hand, especially with this country. But then again, that's scary. Especially when he was going back and forth with Kim Jong Un of North Korea, and they were threatening to nuke each other. Was he trying to tell the American people that then that he had created a nuclear weapon? And think about it. How dangerous is a nuclear weapon if you can create it in three years? That's scary. That's scary. I think that is something you would want to keep to yourself or within your inner circle, but not President Trump, because he wants you to know that's what he did. <laughs> yeah, buddy. All right, let me try this caller again. Uh, da, 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 da. all right triple one are you there are you there you want to talk to me sound like you're driving are you driving sound like you're driving pretty good too you getting there aren't you okay i guess they mistakenly hit one all right so we're gonna continue on okay so and um also in in the uh in the book. You know, uh would have said that former Defense Secretary James Mattis told former director of national intelligence Dan Coates that Trump was a dangerous was dangerous and unfit with no moral compass. Coates said Trump was incapable of telling the difference between truth and a lie. And you know what? We've seen that, haven't we? We've seen that. We've seen that. We know this for a fact. But, not, you know, here's the thing. Not only the president, but apparently everybody that's around him. What he says is what bond, and that's what they go with. Knowing good and well that they're lying. Or they're creating alternate facts.
1: Yeah, that they're creating ultimate
0: facts. Who does that? You know, wouldn't it be easy to just say, okay, we're done. We're out. See you. I-, I can't do this. And I do truly believe that's why a lot of the administration he had uh, resigned. They just couldn't take it anymore. They couldn't. They couldn't take it anymore. Or they just didn't want to do it anymore. You know, and, and the, the other part is, that's crazy is the senators that was in the Senate, you know, they went along with it. Yeah, they went along with it. They didn't care. Well, as long as they kept their seat in Congress, they kept getting their kickbacks, and, and they he, he felt they were on his side. They were happy. Knowing half the stuff. I'm going to say 75% of the things he's done so far has been illegal
1: and wrong. If nothing but morally. But yet, here we are 50 days before election. It's interesting to see what's going to happen It really is
0: Now We're going to get away from the Woodard book Because there's something else going on with the president That is really nasty Um, And if (laughs) If one of us could do it Man, it'd be wonderful It'll be wonderful But We can't do it We can't do it but the president can. The president can. And what I'm talking about is getting the DOJ to fight his legal battles for him. Y'all yeah, know the president has many accusations against him right now, lawsuits. Some of them are rape, Some of them are through the New York City. Um, so he, he's he's tied up in legal stuff as well. But there's one instance, there's one instance that is really... Uh, mind-boggling, and it goes to show that Barr himself is a part of something that, that, that shouldn't be. He Barr is using the Department of Justice as President Trump's own personal lawyers, and guess who's paying for that? Me and you. That's right. We're paying to defend the president against accusers who have said. They they were sexually assaulted or raped
1: by him. Isn't that interesting?
0: But nobody has said too much about it. They've let it go on. But see, this is wrong, y'all. This is wrong. But the interesting thing, you know, anytime... People do something illegal. They have to justify, and they try everything they can to find out, find a reason to justify why they're doing something. And this is no, 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 this is no different. No different. The Justice Department has decided to handle President, President Trump's legal defense in the defamation lawsuit brought by his rape accuser. Okay, the lady' name is she's a writer, E. Jean Carroll. Who accused the president of rape Of course we know he's he's denied it You know, he denied, he said, grab him by the You know what, even though we heard it on tape um, Last Wednesday Attorney General Barr Said that the DOJ intervened at the request of the White House Now, not that um, They just jumped in They were asked to do it And interesting, once again, they were asked to jump in on the last day, listen to me now, the last day that the president had to actually uh, appeal uh, the decision. Now, I'm going to tell you what the decision was of New York Court. Um, And DOJ said it was a normal application of the law. You know, when you say it was a normal application of the law, then you wonder now, wait a minute. That means the Department of Justice gets to defend the president anytime any anytime someone claims that they rape he did something to them? Is that what the Department of Justice is for? I say not. That is not what it's for. You know... The laws in this country, some of the laws in this country are really interesting and really need to be revisited. And here's what I'm, why I'm saying, this. because this, um, the 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 law, the rule they use to say it, it fits him being defended by the Department of Justice for something that happened in 1990 when he wasn't even in office or thought about running for office. So you and I, the taxpayer, have to pay for him being defended by the Department of Justice against something we know he probably did. But let me continue on. Um, (laughs) Carol Klee accused Trump of raping her and sued him in November after he denied the allegations. Okay, while Trump's personal lawyers have been defending him since then, DOJ lawyers argued Tuesday that Trump was acting within the scope of his office when he made the comments, meaning the suit should fall under the Federal Torts Court Claims Act, which would put the U.S. government on the hook for defending him and taxpayers for covering his legal costs. Now, here's what he's defending, y'all. A New York State Court ruled that Carroll could proceed with efforts to gather evidence. Listen to this now. To gather evidence, including DNA samples and a disposition of Trump. But the DOJ's move, which came to the last day Trump could have appealed the ruling, could stall the discovery process and put Carroll's case in jeopardy.
1: That's
0: very interesting. Because we know this is what the president does. Even in his businesses before he became president, okay, what he would do when he didn't get his way or didn't like a ruling, he would take it and sue and sue and sue and tie it up for years in the court system until he got his way. But his personal lawyers at this time couldn't get the job done. So now he's calling the DOJ to step in and save the day for him. But the interesting, you know, but the interesting part of this whole thing is, um, what is it? He was acting within the scope of his office. That's what it says. He was acting, I mean, what, 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 acting in the, in the, what, what, in the heck does that mean? Because he's president now, he can't be uh, taken care of for anything else. Excuse me. You know, that that, that is crazy. Crazy. You know, but we're going to break it down to you a little bit more. Okay? We're going to break it down to you a little bit more. When you start looking at those different those those the wording, I tell you a lot of times when 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 politicians use especially the government, they have key words they throw in there to cover what they want to do. Okay, and this it was acting within the scope of his office, and you know <laughs> they're using what is called the Westfall Act. Okay, the Westfall Act, and that says the remedy against the United States provided by sections 1346B and 2672 of this title for injury or loss of property or personal injury or death arising resulting from the negligent or wrongful act or omission of any employee of the government while acting within the scope of his office or employment is exclusive of any other civil action or proceeding for money damages by reason the same subject matter against the employee whose act of mission gave rise to the claim or against the estate of such employee. Any other civil action or proceeding for money damages arising out of, out of or relating to the same subject matter against the employee or the employee's estate is precluded Without regard to when the act or omission occurred. See, so once again, the key phrase in that whole thing was acting within the scope of his office. So that is that that is what the attorney general used to justify the taxpayers beginning to pay for his legal um, his legal fees and his his uh, defense. Against this woman who, who claims He has raped her And of course he, he he says no But this happened Now the claim was done in November 19 I mean 2019 But the actual uh, Supposedly rape Or sexual assault happened in the 90s But because he is president now And it was done while he was president Falls within the scope of his office And now the DOJ can defend him. So why don't they just go on call it the, the Trump Defense uh, um, Department? <laughs> but wait a minute. There is more. The Attorney General shall defend any civil action or proceeding brought in any court against any employee of the government or his estate for any such damage or injury. The employee against which against whom such civil action or proceeding is brought shall deliver within such time after the date of service or knowledge of service is determined by the attorney-general. All process served upon him or an attested true copy thereof to his immediate supervisor or to was whoever was, de- whoever was de- designated by the head of his department. To receive such papers and such persons shall promptly, shall promptly furnish copies of the pleadings and process therein to the United States Attorney for the District embracing the place wherein the proceeding is brought to the Attorney General and to the head of his employee federal agency. In other words, I don't think Trump had to was his his appeal to the Attorney General and say, look, this is what I need to do. Okay, this is who's, who who has brought it to me. This is where it's been um, heard at, and I need you to defend me. And attorney bar say, okay, thus putting the taxpayers pay- on the hook to pay the bill. I mean, really, if he's if he's rich enough to, to fund his own campaign, then why don't he go ahead and pay his own legal fees? You know? Oh, I mean, why not? Oh, I forgot he's not getting a salary. Well, he's supposed to be a billionaire before he joined, became president. What happened to all that? And his lawyers? Wait a minute. Isn't Rudy Giuliani one of his lawyers who's supposed to be his personal attorney? But, of course, we know Judy, uh, uh, Rudy can't do too much right now because he's under some criminal investigation himself. You know, and it seems to be a story here, a storyline here, that everybody that's associated with this man has some kind of criminal investigation or has been accused or convicted of some kind of criminal act. But the pledge coming into office was he was going to drain the swamp. <clears throat>
1: But instead, he created a swamp. Then he had to clean it up because they
0: were getting out of hand. It was too much was coming to light. And so what he did, he cleaned his, his own personal swamp up, and then created an administration of robots. Now I try and give credit where credit is due, but in this case, I can't give any credit because there, the. the we have seen it. His former chief of staff, Steve Bannon, just got arrested for fraud, dealing with a wall that he promised Mexico was going to pay for. The president did. So Bannon was supposed to be raising money for this wall with this group, and I'm coming to find out he had been taking the money and just living off of it, him and his buddies. If that's not a sign, I don't know what is. So now the Department of Justice is stepping in, and they will defend him. But it's interesting that this court says, yes, yes, ma'am, you can get DNA. You can get DNA samples. In fact, you can um, have the president... Uh, come sit down and give a disposition. Now, the funny part about that is we all know none of his lawyers, attorneys, whatever you want to call them, want him to be sit down and asked any questions. I'm going to tell you why. Here's a story that Bob Woodard told, okay? Remember when the Mueller trial, Mueller trial was going on and President Trump wanted to testify? So what they did was they set up a little room in in the in somewhere in the White House and they you know with, had President sit down and started asking him questions. After so long, the lawyers told him, "No, we don't think you you should um you should go and sit on the step on on, on, on in the chair and testify." He said, why? Well, well, the reason why is." You can't tell the truth. You, they said either he would tell a lie or he would just make up something. And they did not want him to put himself in a perjury uh, position. Now, if your own lawyers are telling you that during an investigation on you,
1: come on now. Come on, people. Now, this uh, <laughs> this is in the book. Yeah.
0: You <laughs> know, it's in the book. When your own lawyer says something like that, that's, that's scary. And that is why the president did not testify. That's why his attorneys at that time wanted um, the questions written out and delivered to him. So he wouldn't have to sit in front of anybody and be asked directly any questions. Because they already knew he wasn't going to tell the truth.
1: So in essence, they protected him. They
0: took care of him. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> it's funny, though, but there's nothing wrong with it. You know, and this attorney was getting paid I think we would have said like a hundred thousand dollars and um and i a uh, hundred thousand dollars or something like that. That's a lot of money to tell your defendant, no, nah, we don't think you need to go up there and, and, and be asked nothing because you're gonna perjure yourself
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, anyway
0: um let's see where were we oh yeah. So we covered the acting, uh, what what was it again? Uh, Acting within the scope of his office. Now, and this other one is interesting because there's other keywords, scope of employment. And that says "Scope scope of employment refers to anything a person does in the ordinary course of doing his or her job. Determining whether an action occurred in the scope of employment can be based, can be especially important in the legal context. A person's legal rights can be affected based whether his or her actions were done within the scope of employment. Now, see, this is where I have a problem. Okay, didn't November twenty nineteen. After the president denied her allegations, the Justice Department argued that since the president denied the accusation in his official capacity, the agency can defend him against the suit. Now, what does she want? You know, unspecified damages and a retraction of Trump's statement saying that he she didn't he didn't rape her.
1: Oh, my my my. The School of
0: office, yeah. Scope of employment. You see how how they use legal terms to get around stuff. Well, it, it doesn't have to be right or wrong. Just get around it. <laughs> Just to get around it. But in the end, while he's still in office, guess who's going to, have to pay for all this attorney stuff? The citizens of the United States. Now we know there are some of y'all out there that don't mind paying it, you know, okay. But at the same time, he's trying to pull a quick one with this um this 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 tax thing. This tax deferment. Oh your money'll look good right now. And of course it will because it's right before the election. So let's give them more money before that. We couldn't give them $300, $600 stimulus So let's defer the taxes until December. Why December? I'm going to tell y'all why December. Number one, the election will be over. You would then know who the president of the United States will be for the next four years. And he has come out and said, well, if I'm reelected, the military will not have to pay those taxes back. Because at the end of December, come January, those taxes are going to start coming out again. Deferred. It didn't say eliminate. It said deferred. Key word. D. De- <laughs> and the other problem is, a lot of people cannot opt out. If you're a federal and a soldier, you cannot opt out. And now private companies can choose to opt out of it. And hopefully, your company will choose to opt out and continue taking your those taxes out your money. But as for the military, DOD employees, and just federal government, no, that's not happening. You just gonna have to bite the bullet. <laughs> but it's the wording you have to pay attention to. It is, it's the wording.
1: That's just how they get you. <laughs> It, it's crazy. But nobody, nobody's paying attention to that.
0: Because once you see the extra money, you're going to be happy, right? Because coming on late, which means you'll start spending, you'll spend that little extra money on your celebrations of Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. That's what you're going to do. That's what normal people do. So don't feel like you're going to straight and doing and by you going out spending extra money, that boosts the economy. And by boosting the economy, he can brag on, see, the economy is recovering. Not at this moment really caring that come January, the economy ain't going to be boosting. People are not going to have the money because they're going to be paying back what you held for the last three, four months. So my suggestion, too, is. If you can figure out how much taxes they have taking out of your money, you may want to take that amount and put it aside in the savings account of stuff. So when January rolls around, they won't they start taking their money back, you will have already put it up. That's just a, a suggestion.
1: <laughs>
3: <sighs>
0: okay, definition of defer verb, an action or event to a later time, postpone. Okay.
1: That's the basic, basic, basic definition right there. That's it.
0: So don't think this, this new money you bought, some of y'all about to find in your check is a gift. It's a bribe is what it is. Yeah, it's a bribe.
1: And bribes are wonderful, right?
0: It keeps you going. But the interest part when he came out and said that this morning, uh tweeted that, you know, the military won't have to pay it back if I'm reelected. If I'm reelected. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's interesting. The little tricks that's played and, and people really don't, people really don't catch on to what's being what's being done it's deferred it's not ended it's not um taken away for three months it's just deferred postponed put on hold come january that deferment is over if you notice he only guaranteed if reelected that who The militaries are the only ones that would not have to repay. But then again, we know how that works too. If some of the general stuff do something he doesn't like, then they may have to repay that that just like everybody else. Fall for it. Don't fall for it. (laughs) I'm just saying, y'all. I'm just saying. I love it when a plan comes together. So, you know, that's that's everything Trump I have for you today. It's lovely, isn't it? The DOJ and the citizens of the United States will pay, will pay for Donald Trump defense against a young lady that says he raped her. I'ma tell you about this this story about he raped her because it's interesting because the lady (laughs) she said. Well, I've only worn a dress one other time since he did it. Now, once again, (laughs) we're gonna have to go back to Mama Lewinsky, okay? (laughs) Who keeps a dress with sperm on it? Yeah, we've grown, we grown, right? I can say sperm. Who keeps a dress with sperm on it? And if you wore it again, his. Does it still have the stain on it, or did you put the dress clean? I'm asking for a friend. I mean, wouldn't you think that? But I guess if if, if you the if she gets the um the, the DNA sample and the deposition, you know, it really's not gonna matter whether the dress still has the stain on it or not. <laughs> but the bottom line is that the citizens of the United States will be paying for that defense because the Department of Justice has taken it over. Don't expect the president to be deposed on that because when your own attorney tell you you don't make a good witness because you can't tell the truth, then you know they're not going to let you be going there. Nothing like that. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> Woo! Get it right. Get it right. All right. Like I said, that's all Trump I got for you. Next day, we're going to talk about the 1619 Project. But first, we're going to take a little musical break here. And when we come back, we're going to get started on that. Because I I really do think the 1619 Project is important. And we need to talk about it. And we need to institute it into the um, educational system. Not to say that it needs to replace the one we have, but it can be added on as an addition. And, of course, there's opposition to it. And when there's opposition to it, then you know something must be right about it, especially when it comes from the brighter side of society. But anyway, (laughs) anyway, what we're going to do, we're going to give you a little music here. Um, We're going to give you Wake Up everybody, but it's not about Tanny Bennegrass and the, and the Blue Boy. It's, it's a whole different version, but it's good, alright? So, I'll see y'all in about five minutes. Enjoy the music, baby!
1: Hey. Hey. Wake up, wake up! Brr. You've got
3: the power! power. You've got my the power! My people in the east, yo, you gotta wake up! Midwest 35, yo, you gotta stand up! All my homies in the west, yo, you gotta wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! up, 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 Oh.
2: Well, if you do, it's time to wake up your mind We can make it better, and I know it might take some time But we gotta start somewhere How about with you and me? From us and goes to yeah. others, then
3: we'll have our unity Wake up all the doctors, make the old people well They're the ones who suffer, catch all the hell But they don't have so very low. before the judgment day Bodies wake up, call time. I can't sleep too long. Why they do the people wrong? Let's clean the world up before they sweep you gone. This is real talk. You can peek through songs, so when you feel weak, these words will keep you strong and help make a change for the better. It's hard for one to do it, but we can make some changes together.
0: Multiple artists uh, To fit what's going on in today's world hey, The message is the same The time is different But the message is the same It's time to wake up, people, wake up And see what's really going on in front of you Because some of you sleeping on it And it's a bad thing And we all suffering <laughs> Look out now There's a message somewhere in there
2: Alright,
0: anyway Welcome back to Let's Talk I'm, Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. And we got it going on for you today, baby. Hey, we just finished talking about everything Trump and uh, <laughs> everything Trump is interesting. Especially if you're a taxpayer. <laughs> that's for sure right now. And with the election being 50 days off, 50 days, five zero. Hey, that's a month and 20 days. Something like that. Um, Yeah. <laughs> Depends on how many month, days in the month, I guess, could be. Fifty and nineteen. I mean, thirty and nineteen. Yeah, or thirty or twenty. It's been thirty-one and nineteen, or thirty and twenty. However you want to do it. I'm not good at math, so figure it out for yourself. It's fifty days. Fifty days before you got to get up and go and make a decision. Now, while we're talking about making the decision, before we get to this um, sixteen-nineteen thing, hey, I'm not telling you who to vote for. I'm just telling you get out there and vote. That's all I'm saying. And don't forget, you have congressional. Uh, congressional uh, elections going on as well, especially in the Senate, because the Senate has really shown me behind this this um, this year, to say the least. And don't forget, there's 35 Senate seats up for grabs, man, for reelection. Yeah, and 23 of them are Republican seats. Okay. I'm just letting you know ahead of time Not telling you who to vote for Just go and vote and make sure you pay attention To who you vote to represent you Because that's important As you can see you need somebody up there With some backbone Not to play the political games Not to be a yes man or yes ma'am, yes ma'am But to, to represent who You chose you The United States citizen That's right Some of y'all forget that Y'all don't pay attention to the congressional races But you need to the president only in the office at the most eight years, even though this dog here talking about he's gonna see if he can't negotiate for a third term. In order to negotiate that you got to change the constitution. But anyway, <laughs> that's not gonna happen. Um, anyway, so make sure you pay attention to who's running for Congress in your state, your state. And that goes for both the House and the Senate. Okay, because that that is important. Um uh, Take um, what's his name, McConnell? Seven terms. Seven terms. Seven terms, y'all. That's forty-something years almost. That's a long time to be sitting somewhere, and you wonder why we can't get anything done in our government. I'm just putting it out there for you. I'm not telling you who to vote for, but you know you got to get up there and vote. All right. Um, yeah. <laughs> All right, so this Monday we 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 touched on the topic here on the show that was very interesting to us. I don't know about some of y'all, but it's called the 1619 Project, and um, it's a curriculum that has been started by well, it started out as an essay in the New York Times, okay, uh, magazine. And what it is, is basically an understanding of U.S. history by considering 1619 as the start of the nation's history instead of 1776. Now, the interesting thing about that is there's been a lot of pushback on this thing. I mean, a whole lot of pushback. And it's so much so that President Trump has threatened to investigate and pull federal funding, federal funding from schools that teach the 1619 project on the consequences. Of slavery. It's interesting how the the people of this country they want to forget certain parts of history. They want to glorify other parts, but forget certain parts. And the certain part they want to forget happens to be the most cruel, uh, cruel part of this country's behaviour by those in charge. And then not to, to, to stop right there. Then the president announced that federal government, the federal government would ban anti-racism training that use critical race theory. Now I know some of y'all, y'all like me, only with an eighth grade education. What the heck is um, <laughs> uh, what the heck is critical race theory? Well, I'm gonna tell you what that is. It's the view that the law and legal institutions are inherently racist. And that race itself, instead of being biologically grounded and natural, is a society, is societally constructed concept that is used by white people to further their economic and political interests at the expense of people of color. Okay, that's that's what critical race theories is. All right. And the president said the federal government is going to ban that kind of training. <laughs> well, and then the to top it off, uh, not uh, what July Senator Tom Cotton Car- criticized the 1619 Project by saying of slavery, as the founding father said, it was the necessary evil upon which the Union was built. So <laughs> it's interesting how they want to they want to change it. Uh, But they want to make excuses for why it was used anyway. But it's okay. Because I do believe it should be taught in schools. Um, Because it it, it has to be. If this country is going to be what it was supposed to be, the truth needs to be told. It does. I mean, this project is being taught in more than 4,500 schools right now. Nationwide. That includes Chicago, Washington, D.C., Buffalo and New York, yeah. <clears throat> but you know what? I know y'all get tired of hearing me talk about it, so you know who I'm gonna bring in? I'm gonna bring in my my Ace my Boom Cool man, yeah, buddy, the one that used to keep me sane while I did the show. But anyway, y'all know, her, y'all done heard her, y'all love her, the one, the only, he was in the hood. What's going on? How you doing, young lady? Glad to have you on the show today.
2: I'm doing good. How are you? I see you up to your usual.
0: Somebody's got to do it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody's got to do it. Hey, it's good to have
3: you on the show. be
0: consistent with it. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> hey. But anyway, you know, um, we talked over the weekend about this a little bit. Now, so you go ahead and do your own research. Don't let me um, uh, 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 influence your thoughts on the, on this topic right here. So what I want to do is hear what you think about this 1619 project, especially um, the part where a lot of historians are complaining that um, it didn't have anything to do with the industrial um, success that the United States had you know during
2: that time but see see, that 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 in and of itself is is not wholly true because if 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 the research that that she has has done is true the fact of the matter is this right here everybody you know um when we were in elementary school we had a story about the pilgrims and you know how How they and the Indians became friends, and all of that stuff, and you know, the Indians taught them how to live off the land because when they came, they didn't know how to live off the land; they were dying. Well, that's not totally the truth because the research thinks that you know, and everybody knows they talk, they teach you about the and the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria ships. We know those were ships by the Queen of Spain. Mm -hmm. Now we also know that Spain was a big slave trader country. Correct. So it just common sense just tells you that when those ships sailed, of course there were slaves on there.
0: Why is it so hard for people to believe that? You know, know, uh,
2: it, 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 it slavery. Just didn't start in 1776. It didn't start when America came about. There were other countries with Americans, the colonials, the, the Pilgrims, whatever you want to call them. Those people who came over from Britain and those other countries, uh, they were already dealing in 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 slavery. So they just weren't going to say, well, "Well, we're just going to sail across the sea and we ain't going to take no we ain't going to take no slaves with us going to do all the work." No, they didn't do that. So when those Africans came over here, you know, as they sailed with them, they already lived off the land. They already knew how to live off the land in their country. They brought their tradition, their food, you know, the things that they were used to eating, you know. So so that's how those people survived, you know. That's how those people, you know, knew the medicinal plants that were in, you know, that were in America, that were in the wilderness. They could recognize those things because they already knew. They already had that knowledge. You know. Even even if you if you if you've ever um studied philosophy or studied uh uh, uh music education and you study the history of jazz, you knew that jazz came from the African drumbeat. See all of that, those people, those Africans, they brought that with them here. That's why older people, if, if you talk to them, most of them going on now that were around in the early 1900s, they had an oral history. They could tell you about things that went on. and they could tell you how you know during slavery and after slavery and during sharecropping, you know, all of that, how they had survive, you know how they had to survive. And in order to stop that history, you know, they had to stop They had to stop them from talking. They had to take away everything they knew. That's why they started changing their name. That's why they told them, oh, well, you know, uh, uh, you can no longer attend church. Y'all got to have your own separate church. But you forget that Portugal and Spain came over to Africa. They had missionaries there, and they taught them the Bible.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: what held on to, like she said, and this was a very important point that she that she mentioned, that America wouldn't be a, 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 a democratic society if it had not been for slavery. Everybody thinks that the slaves came over here, and because of the cruelty and the brutality and all of that, that, that the slave owners infused upon them, that they just stopped fighting. They never stopped fighting. When they read that all men are created equal, okay, they held on to that. Okay, y'all trying to say we're animals, y'all trying to say we're this, y'all trying to say we're one-third human. But no, we know we are men, regardless
1: you know of
0: what, what y'all do. You're right. You know, there's, you know if you go and do a little research, you'll find that there was like at least 250 slave rebellions in America. Yeah, before yes. slavery was abolished.
3: Yeah, at least yes. two hundred
0: and fifty. But you don't hear nothing about that. Only one you basically hear about it is Nat Turner. You know, everybody knows about Nat Turner. But
2: there was a whole yes. lot
0: before Nat Turner.
2: No, no, it it, it wasn't it, it wasn't just Nat Turner. You know, and 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 if they really and if they really study, they will understand that um, when they talk about Willie Lynch, why the colonies came and got. Um, sent for Willie Nick Lynch out of out of the West Indies you know because they could not stop their slaves from running away they could not stop their slaves from rebelling against them so that's why they sent for him see so then then if 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 that is if that is the case if that is the case and 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 he's over there wherever he was in in, in the West indies mhm and if there wasn't a need if there wasn't a need for them to be to be controlled for lack of a better word, I'm trying to think of a better word
0: did, did you, that was a good one you said say, <laughs> say control. Say control or program <laughs> condition, it's the same thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, All of that, all of that. You know, um. Then they would have never sent for him.
0: Okay. Before you go know, any further,
2: explain never,
0: to listeners. Hold on, hold on. Before you go any further, go ahead and explain to the listeners who Willie uh, Willie Lynch was and why was he sent for? Because I'm sure a lot of our, our listeners aren't aware. They've they've probably heard the name and heard what it means used in today's society. But a lot of them probably don't know the history of them. So go ahead, let them know.
2: Willie Lynch was a slave owner, slave trader, mm-hmm. out in the West Indies, I believe it was, who uh, the colonists sent for to show them how to bring order to their plantation. So the slaves would stop re- rebelling. If you ever heard of that is where the term lynch being lynch came from. He had the most sadistic, brutal, and cruel ways to um, demean black men or the Africans.
0: Don't oh, say break. That's that's what they called it. Break breaking. Yeah, them. they
2: call it breaking them. I, I don't like that term, but yeah, that's what they call it. <laughs> Um, because animals are broke, men are not. See But
0: during that time that's what they viewed the slaves as what, more that's
2: than animals. That time, that's that's what that's what they called it. That's what they called it. Right. You know, um and he 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 tells them that you know he discovered a secret way to control the black slaves by number one setting them against each other. Boy, see, don't we see that today? Oh yes, yeah, because the Africans were 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 unified, you know and, and they looked out for each other. But when they started the separatism of uh, the, the the house negroes and the, and the yard negroes and taking their women and raping their women in front of them, castrating their men in front of the women and all other you know seditious acts. The women would lose respect for the men because they wouldn't see them as men anymore because the men were supposed to protect their women. It's just the African culture. And even today, most most true African men of they, them don't really, you know, their women their women stay at home, they take care of the kids and the house and the men work. It's still relatively a patriarchal society. And if the if the women um, do work because those Western civilization or this Westernized ideology now ha- has has crept in. Um, it's still that way, but that's who Willie Lynch was, and he came to the Virginia com uh, um, the Virginia colony in the 1700s. Now. That's when he came so the rebellions, there were rebellions as early as in the sixteen hundreds, in sixteen seventy two. Uh-huh. See, so they sent for him from the from the West Indies. You know, and, and he introduced it, um lynching for unruly slaves. That's what they would call. Well. It. They said they were unruly. Well so actually uh, if this okay, hold, the case, hold, hold on,
0: hold on for a minute, hold on for a minute. Okay, the first recorded slave revolt in the United States happened in Gloucester, Virginia in sixteen sixty-three. And it involving white indentured servants as well as black slaves. Uh-huh. Yep. See.
2: Mm-hmm. See. See. And and the thing about it is that when, when you mention indentured service, indentured servants were people who um, worked. They worked to pay off a debt. Right. And once that debt was paid off, they were set free. Black people are so called, I'm going to say the African people. Mm -hmm. And those stolen from the Caribbean, they were the only people who had generational slavery, that there was no out for them. There were very few who were given their freedom by their masters. Right. But as, but as we know, they, and 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 some were given freedom, some were given land, um, so that you know they could they could live. But as we know, those things were subsequently taken from them, and they were eventually enslaved again.
0: Freedom Those people, are friends. Freedom mean nothing. We're nothing. Slave patrols so, so they would catch them
2: and tell them. Yeah, they had no rights, none whatsoever. The African people were the only people who came to this country and 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 never had any rights for anything. They were not even recognized as people. Every other immigrant that came to this country were recognized as human beings. Mm
1: -hmm. They had
2: the right to be married. They had the right to have a family, a right to own property, a right to pursue the so-called American dream. But (laughs) the African indigenous people never had that. They never had that. They always had to fight for that. And, and this country, as she said, would not be where it is today if it was not for those African and indigenous people fighting for their rights. Because you can go back as far as the civil rights, women's suffrage, all of that. You can go back as far as that. And all of that is attached to those people fighting for their rights.
0: Exactly. <laughs> you know... You know, it's interesting that, that there are historians that, that are, are arguing that slavery uh, didn't have anything to do with American capitalism or the industrial age. You know, which could be it, it, is it really further did. than true, huh? Well no, it, it
2: very much did. It did.
0: Yes. You know, I found out somebody said the slave economy of the southern states had ripple effects throughout the entire U.S. economy with plenty of merchants in New York City, Boston, and elsewhere hoping to reorganize the trade of slave-grown agricultural commodities and enjoying plenty of riches as a result. In the decades between the American Revolution and the Civil War, slavery as a source of the cotton that fed Rhode Island's mills, as a source of the wealth that filled New York's banks, as a source of the markets that inspired Massachusetts manufacturers, provided indispensable to national economic development. Financing cotton growing, as well as marketing and transporting the crop, was the source of great wealth for the nation's merchants and banks. And see, that goes it just in the south. You know, even the north uh was, was, was capitalizing off of it. You know, little a lot of people don't know the North had slaves as well. And if you take a look at that, if it wasn't for, for the work of the slave out there in the field, yeah, there there wouldn't be any um and there wouldn't have been any industrial nation. Uh you know, that's the way I see it. So these are some of the things that need
2: to be taught. Wouldn't you agree? Definitely. They 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 need to See, the thing about it is this right here. Um, the Caucasian society, this country in general, systematically has always, always downplayed the role of uh, African people in this country and their contributions to this country and being what it is. When we say, we used to say back in the day, oh, we built this country. You know, maybe, yeah, mm-hmm. we built this country. This country was built off the backs of our ancestors, because if it wasn't for them, you know, you wouldn't have any, any of this. What you did, you managed the money. You managed the titles. You managed the property, the mineral rights. You know, all of that was stolen from indigenous people.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: All of that was stolen from them. It was never yours in the first place. See, this hmm. is what you did and then you 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 created a government that created laws you know that ensured your stability in retaining the things that you stole
1: Ooh. while not
2: allowing those who they rightfully belong to mm-hmm. to even have to even to to even have one iota of it right and it's still that and it is still that way today. It is still sure. that way today. None of that none of that has changed. They want to say, well, you know, if you work hard, and you can have this and you can have this, but at what cost? But at yeah, what uh, cost?
1: Yeah. See?
2: you yeah. know. And we yeah. and 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 getting off the subject, but you know, when we when we want to talk about white privilege, that is exactly what it is. That is exactly what it is. You know? And 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 people get upset. We say, oh well, Black Lives Matter. Now we now we now we see, you know, transgender lives matter. Everybody wants to uh, uh, attach to the movement. See, but it, it was never yeah. really about that in the first place. See, we well, have to say we 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 have to say Black Lives Matter because in every instance, you know. Of history of this country, you have always demoralized and devalued, as you call them, because black is not a people; it's not a race; it's 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 a color; it's the color of a crayon. You know.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. So you've always devalued them, demoralized them. Just look at the movies, the television shows. You know, there are so many examples where this has been your ideology. In how we are portrayed to people, to society, and even to the world,
3: yeah. and
2: all this project and all this project is trying to do is say, "Listen, we have more contributions than that, you know right. We are more right. than what they're saying, and I think it needs to be taught in school. I think that it needs to be taught to build children's self esteem, to negate to, to, to negate the divisiveness that has always been and especially now has has been so common thread between the races or between the people Because right. color didn't matter in, in, until here
1: mm. Mm.
0: which is interesting isn't it you know because i i've been I've been across the world and you know what you're right. Nobody really um, defines themselves as a color, you know, It is whatever country they're from. You know, I'm Iraqi or, you know, I'm Swedish, but not here. Yeah, I'm a black African-American, you know, but that's that's what we've been taught throughout our school years to identify ourselves as, you know. And the 1619 Project is saying, wait a minute, hold up, hold up. That's not what it's supposed to be. No, that's not what we're supposed to. You know, we have contributed more to this country than has been told. And now a lot of a lot of this, uh opponents of this are saying, "Well, they're trying to change history. They're trying to change our patriotic history," as the president has said. Now he wants all patriotic education. You know, no, no. If the truth gonna to be told, told, it's time. It is time. You know, the 1619 meant to be an addition to what is already there. Even though we know a lot of what's there is not truthful either, so let's change the whole thing to make it true. Include the the, the 1619 curriculum. Uh, um, you know the true when that first slave ship hit here, That was that was the start. You know that was the start. But you know there's many out there that that, that are arguing. You know, and, and they argue a the little simple thing where it has some factual errors. Oh, no, you picking at the little factual errors because you, you are refusing to, to see what the truth really is. And the notice I said is not was. OK, because everything you can trace back there, you can forward and, and, and trace to where we are now in, in, in this society in America. You know, as as T. Ross said, the women lynched thing. Hey, we can see it. We we always in our community. We always trying to knock each other down, fight each other. Why, why? Because that's what we've been conditioned to do. Even some some of the um um people of color, even trying to fight it a little bit. For what? For what? You know, the, the truth is the truth. <laughs> All right, it, it's good Come on, talk to me You know, it, it's good Where we are right now You know, and The more it's fault. You know, if you ever notice How how, how this 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 government works Man, it's, it's very interesting It really is, when they're against something They go at it hard First they try to discredit the, the, the actual findings themselves Okay And in this case, you have a, a President that is willing to Once again use the government As a tool to stop What he doesn't like Not because he doesn't well yeah He probably doesn't know he don't know Let's be honest it's, it's a lot He doesn't know it's, you can tell by the way He runs the country um and, and Interviews and stuff but we we talked about that earlier And then you get these so-called Historians you know With with this um slighted Point of view That wants to try and pick at it. Now, if that doesn't work, then they're going to go after, um, what's the lady's name? Nicole Hammer Jones. They're going to go after her. And the New York Times. Anything to discredit the truth. The truth. And that's what they do. That's what this government does. They do it to people. And they're they doing it now. So, yes, I say, y'all. If you haven't caught up on the 1619 Project, looked at it, go ahead And take a look at it It's not harmful And some say, well, you're trying to be Divisive. No, not trying to be Divisive. Trying to bring out the truth And give you more education and information On what the, and how this country Was built So when February come in, it's Black History Month Your children be educated a little bit better Not just on Martin Luther King and Malcolm X And Rosa Parks And Madam C.J. Walker Because those are basically the ones Everybody talk about during that time Unless they give giving a special project P, you still with me?
2: Don't forget about Harriet Tubman And Sojourner Truth Don't forget about the basic ones
0: <laughs>
2: see, see,
0: Moses, huh? <laughs> yeah, and of course, don't forget the Emancipation Proclamation, you know, yeah. that really didn't free anybody. You know, I, I, I have to keep saying that somebody's gonna listen and believe me one day, but it didn't free anyone because the, the, see, the, the and,
2: everybody, and, and and another thing on that Emancipation Proclamation, everybody forget that. It if they never thought that the Africans once they were freed would stay here. <laughs> oh
0: go ahead. They, Tell they, them they, more.
2: they they they, they, they weren't supposed to stay here. Imagine that a country that you built for free for these people and then that, that you didn't even ask to come to in the first place and And nothing has changed today. They still don't really want us here. We still hear some folks say, "You need to go back to Africa." I'm an American. Why should the hell should I go back to Africa? I never lived in Mm -hmm. Africa. I wasn't born in Africa. I was born here.
1: Uh I'm an American.
2: You probably more American than you are. See, (laughs) so those things, those, 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 those contentions, you know, that. And she brought out a very good point that 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 I don't know if if you looked at or that you read it when she said you know everybody honors honors the Holocaust everybody right. honors the Jews nobody, nobody would think about you know going in any Jewish community and erecting a statue of Hitler or a statue of um 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 or a swastika or any of that. If you say something about the Jewish Holocaust or say something about a Jew, you, you anti-Semitic. But when it comes to African people, we're, we're supposed to be reminded every day of the Holocaust we went through right here in this country. We're and, and we're supposed, they would never tell a Jew, this is what she said, you would never tell a Jew to just get over it. Hmm. But that's what they say about about slavery. As Mm -hmm. traumatic as that was, as traumatic as that was to black people, to African Hmm. people, Hmm. this is what we're told constantly when we talk about reparations. Get over it. The Hmm. only reparations were given were given to the slave owners.
0: Say that again, because a lot of people don't even know that.
2: only reparations that were ever given for slavery, they were given to the slave owners.
0: For the slaves they lost. (laughs) Ain't that something? For the slaves they lost.
2: (laughs) Because they were considered a commodity. They were considered a commodity.
0: Exactly.
2: (laughs) Nobody talks about that. See, and that's what this project that's what this project brings out. You know, it brings out all of these hidden things you know that nobody wants to talk about and that's why they, that's why they, they they want it buried that's why you know they want to punish people if they teach it
1: Mhm
0: Yep Well I I do believe this this generation here is about to learn a whole lot of new stuff that uh you know has been hidden hidden for years you know so hey we going to keep talking about the 1619 project here you know i and I actually asked my son i say hey you you heard anything about the sixteen nineteen project in school?" he was like, "No, sir, I say, well, me, and you're gonna to have to sit down so because we're gonna to have to talk about it you know, so hey it, it's a curriculum it is you know there there's a curriculum out that can be used in schools that teachers are using and working off of you know and adjusting and adding it to you know their regular history classes, so if you want to check it out all they do is go to the New York Times." Uh, yeah, New York Times magazine, yeah, and, and type in 1619 project, and all the little information come up for you to to, to check out. You know, but we got to keep pushing, people. We have to keep pushing because it's important. It is very important.
1: Ah,
0: all right. Man, time went by Listen, fast. And Go let's
2: ahead. not. I got to get to see Let's not forget about the the medical part. The experiments that were done on the slaves without anesthesia, oh, and that the doctor they credit for gynecology, not even stating that his test subjects were slaves, were women. He cut mm. to find out how the uterus works. Mm. No mm. anesthesia. Did all kinds of medical, scientific uh, surgeries on these women. Oh no anesthesia whatsoever. Woo. People cut the skin of the male slave just to see if it was thicker than, than 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 the than the white people's skin. To see how much pain they could stand. And those fallacies, those fallacies are even true today in in in, in the med- in the medical field today. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's why people, are, are, are people of color are disproportionately receiving medical the medical care that they need. If they go in and they say they're in pain, then you're, you're, I've seen it. I've personally seen it. I've personally seen it. Wow. A young lady was in the hospital. She had sickle cell. And they had gave her some, some, some pain medicine. It had been several hours. And it's like no, she don't need any more. Um, she just a, she's just addicted to it. We'll 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 go deal we'll go deal with her. Mm. Wow. See, just if we're assume. in pain, then we're in. See. Wow. But just like opioid addiction, we were addicts, but they, they they're mentally ill.
0: <laughs> and not to mention they even created a drug for the for the um first responders to use when they got there and they had to the overdose. <laughs> exactly.
2: See, yeah. See and, and those 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 are the disparities that still carry on throughout this day. Yeah. See, that nobody's being honest about. That nobody's Correct. talking about.
1: Correct. See.
2: And many people they don't. It's going on so long. Many people don't know. They don't know. They don't. They don't recognize it. And some literally do and don't care. See, that's why we need. There, there needs to be a across the board education. Not hmm. not not just for African people, but for all American people. So that just like just like the, the Jewish Holocaust, they can understand the atrocities that went on. And have a healthy regard for for those things that people suffer as human beings unfairly, hmm. unjustly. See, yep. so when you when when you when you when you, when you hear a, a a person of color say, you know, uh, uh, um, um, common 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 day police officers and co- common day law enforcement are are nothing but the 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 um. The, slave the common day yeah, slave patrol. Because that's what they are, because they kill without regard. They kill without recourse. They don't care. That's why that man could kneel on that man's neck and, and when they was telling him and everybody was telling him he couldn't breathe. He applied more pressure, readjusted. Because he wasn't a human being to him. He didn't see anything wrong in what he was doing. See, Malcolm X wasn't far from wrong when he called them blue-eyed devils, if you want to get to the spiritual. Because no man, no man, no woman, no boy, no girl, if they truly are a so-called Christian having the true love of God, as we say, God is love could treat anybody like that. You care more for a four-legged animal than you care for a human being. Something is wrong with your mentality. You are under demonic influence. You don't have to admit it. You have a spirit of murder and as jesus and as Jesus told the Pharisees he you are not of you not of Abraham, because if you were of Abraham, you would have knew me, and you would know my father. He said, But you are of your father, the devil tell him about it, tell him see, and that's just the fact of the matter whether you hey like I say." I'm going to say what I'm going to say. You can like it. You can don't like it. You can believe it or don't believe it. But truth will reveal itself. Because if you truly are so-called Christian, a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ, a servant of the Most High Jehovah God, you don't treat people like that because you understand that God created us all. He loves us all. So much so that he sent his son to die on the cross for all of us. He didn't say just for the white people. He didn't say just for people of color. He said that all might be saved, not some.
1: <laughs> and you would
2: value the sanctity of life. It wouldn't be so easy for you to lie and twist and 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 and, and twist the truth to make it fit your own personal agenda.
1: Hmm.
2: That's not God. That's not Christ.
0: But hasn't that always been the mantra that the country was founded on Christianity? And, and, but,
2: you it know, was, but it, was, it yeah. was, the only, this country was founded on the dollar. This country was founded <laughs> on the need to make a profit. Because you forget the land of opportunity, the American dream, it was founded on capitalism. Mm. That's mm. what it was founded on. <laughs> In
1: secret societies. True, 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 true. I
2: agree you. And that's still true today because if you don't play the game, guess what? You will not prosper.
1: Right.
0: That is so true. That is we so true. We see it, so it every true. day. Yeah.
2: Bill Cosby's still, Cosby still in jail. Harvey Weinstein's still walking around free.
0: Roger Stone, a whole
2: bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. See? So when we say that there are two systems of justice in this country, yeah it is. You prove it every day.
1: <laughs>
0: every day. You don't have to look look far to see it either. And with the and with um social media now, you know, it really can't be hidden. It can even, you know what, and, and it's even when when you see those that that just going off on uh, people of color just because they. I, I saw a video there. A lady, a uh, uh, African, uh, a black lady was running down the street jogging. White lady was walking down the street the other way. They was coming to a corner. The black, the white lady saw the black lady cross street and threw a bottle on the ground and started yelling, "Go home! Get out of here! I don't want you here!" What in the world? Mm-hmm. You know why? Why? You know that's that's just wrong, and and that is what you know it's fighting fighting for. And, and you know what though? And it's interesting because, um, <laughs> you know, I, I find it quite interesting that most people they ups, they they are really upset about the term Black Lives Matter. You know, and 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 it's it's scary. It really is. You know why? Why are you worried about? I mean, you know, apparently you don't care that but don't think they matter anyway. But you want to add everything all lies, all lies matter, blah 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 blah. But no, everybody's not being treated the way African Americans being treated in this country. And what is the argument? Oh, black on black crime? Yeah, uh, really? That's that's what you're gonna yell now, right? <laughs> but that I mean that's what they do. That's how they do it. But that 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 keeps them them themselves um thinking that they're superior and and they are better. You know, and I said it at the start of the show, the NFL this week, you know, a lot of the teams didn't come out for the national anthem or some teams stayed out just for the black national anthem, then went into the locker room, some locked arm. Um, and you know, actual fans were booing the players. A league that's seventy yeah, percent, a, a
2: league that seventy percent black. It yeah, all, with the with the, um the the Chiefs and the uh whoever they was playing. Yeah, they the they Texas. locked on the fans and the fans actually actually booed. I said, yeah, that's 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 the America we live in now. But here's here's but the Mer- crazy. Trump.
0: But wait a minute. Here's the crazy part about it. They booed then, but when the game started, they were cheering. Really? So what mm-hmm. do I mean? <laughs> really? Okay, you're going to boo them for standing up for something that's right, but as long as they're out there toting that ball, throwing it, and, and entertaining you, you're okay with that. There is something wrong with that. I remember when the NBA and the WNBA – Two, two days off from playing in protest, people got mad at that.
2: But see, you got to remember, you got to go all the way back to the early days of, of 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 television, and remember the 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 after there was no you know no you know there was still Jim Crow, but we still wanted y'all to sing for us and entertain us. That's all right. Anything else? No. Nah. You you just your job you just sing that's all you that's all you do, you just dance that's all you do. See, I keep telling you we keep saying and we keep saying it. We keep saying it and nobody is listening. Those proteins, those arenas, those sports arenas is just the new slave plantation. It just got another name. Nothing has changed.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It hasn't
0: changed. <laughs> that's deep right there. That is so deep.
2: <laughs> long, long, long as you're doing what we want you to do, acting how we want you to act, oh, yeah, we'll make sure your family Take care of We'll make sure you eat. We'll make sure you have a roof over your head. What is that? What is that? See?
0: Yeah. yeah. I've said that many times before that that's what it is, modern day slavery. You're right. You, uh, I see, mm-hmm. you know, and if you really think about it, because I, man, I talked about this years ago. You know, when when the the um, owners get tired or they, you know, they switching out teams or whatever, what they do, they trade the player. You know, and I thought about the the, the term Thank you. trade.
2: Thank you, trade exactly. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You no, know, each league has a trade deadline. Right. But you know, it's, it's little things like that that people just take for granted. They don't realize it, there's a history behind all they that. Don't
2: re- they don't realize the origin of
0: it. Right. See? Exactly. They
2: don't realize the or- origin of it.
0: See. Yeah.
3: Yep. See, so Some people.
2: So that that that's, that's definitely why you know, in in it, it needs to be taught. Um because I, I, people need to know not just our children but but people need to know who who want better who want to see better who who really want to you know want to see this country be great cuz it hasn't it has yet to be great it has yet to be great it's not great it's, well, you, greatly, you know. disturbed, it's greatly disturbed
0: you know, you know, here's another interesting fact. If you look at today's generation and the gen- generation that's out there protesting, you know the interesting thing about that, they have never known a, a a world where there wasn't interracial marriage, um mm-hmm. right. uh, same-sex marriage or what have you. So to them, right. you know, this 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 nonsense that that's been going on for years, it's old to them. It's new, but it's old. And they're like, no, this is not how we want to live. We're not. Exactly. You know, there there was a um, survey taken uh, about the 1619 Project. And it was interesting that a lot, I think it was 74%, of white folk didn't want to have it. Let me see if I can find it. Um, Taught in schools. I think that's what it said. Let me see if I can find it here real fast. But, yeah, and that's why this thing needs to be taught. You know, and I, I and for for the president to come out and say, "Well, I I want everybody to teach patriotic education." Really? Are, are we going to do what what um does the, the other countries do, like North Korea and China, and all them? That's what we're gonna do. You know that that is kind of crazy. You know, America is great. You know, we really didn't have any issues. That's a lie. That's a lie. You know. Because if you really look at it, the, uh, the Irish came over. Uh, who else came over? Remember the one time they even barred Japanese, the Chinese from coming over. After they Japanese, used them to build, Japanese,
2: they, after, Japanese after World War Two, after World War One. Yeah. After, War II, II, they used, after
0: they used. I mean. Yeah. And after they
2: put And they put them in. Um, they, well, you might as well call them concentration camps because they they listed them falsely.
0: Yeah, exactly. Took
2: their business, took their home.
0: There was a, a survey conducted by Brown Research to 1,001 parents and 566 school board members across the country uh, to see what they take on a 1619 project. Two-thirds of the parents surveyed, 74% of who were white, think the current civics education in public schools provides enough historical instruction And about the same amount do not think schools should reframe the teachings to tell students that U.S. history has been tainted by slavery and racism. Similarly, 73% of surveyed school board members, 53% of which are located in the southern region, think that 1776 should remain America's birth year. A year the the contributors of the project want to change to 1619 to mark the first enslaved African's arriving in the US. Now isn't that crazy?
2: That is crazy. See nobody nobody is, is, is trying to say she didn't I don't think she ever said change their birth year. She said to reflect the contributions that these people made
0: well she did well at one she did at one point she did say that um in in the video I watched that um it should say that um well yeah 169 when the first slave ship got here with slaves on it should have should say that is the beginning of America yeah right that that's yeah. the part yeah okay that part yeah yeah but now now let's be honest that can be you know and and they make such a big issue out of something that really is simple no, it's not. you know okay yeah when this first slave should come up, that's when America started. Blah blah blah. But in 1776, you know, this is when this was signed, and da 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 da. See how easy that is? But they so hard. Exactly. They want to fight so hard against the simple things. You know, it is it, just ridiculous because they do not just want to admit what is true. They we, they would rather continue to live and teach a lie than just going to admit the truth that America just wasn't all that great. Until the slaves got here, and it really went great for slaves. Yeah. You
1: know,
0: it, it it was great for northern and southern um, business owners. Yeah, it was great for them. But not for the slaves. That's it. No. Yeah. All right, Pete, Give me some last words. We need to get out of here. We running over, man. I tell you, I'm not mad, but we still running over. So give me some last words here, darling. Hey, you know, you just got to know. You just got
2: to know. Knowledge is power. You know, I like the Bible says, study to show thyself approved. Just don't take what they say Because 'Cause nine times out of ten is gonna be a lie.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> oh. oh that's it? That's it? What else is there to say?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I thought you you had more to say. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to thank you for hanging out with me this last half of the show. It's been fun. Hey, you got to stop back by more often, man. Just like old times right here. I I, I like this. But anyway, thank you for hanging out with me. Much love. Much love. (laughs) All right, y'all. Hey, it's been a great show. Just remember, 50 days, 50 days left before the election. Uh, Don't forget your congressional elections as well uh yeah those are just if not more important than what the presidency thing okay so make sure you hang in there oh that's gonna do it for me i'll see you back here next monday lord willing y'all have a great week keep learning remember keep smiling Show appreciation Forgive with open heart but make sure you forgive yourself first and the biggest best best thing Learn to laugh at yourself, baby, and keep living. As long as you do that, you are all right. We're going to take you out here today with some John Legend. All right, see y'all next Monday. I'm out. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, y'all. This is Black Torture Boss DJ from around the way, and you're listening to W.A.K.E. Radio.
3: Spreading tunes across your room. From Marvin Gaye to Hathaway, from Nina Simone to Pendergrass, we pay tribute to the legends of the past, and introduce the legends of the future.
0: Special big up to my man Johnny Stevens, who shares his passion with us every day. Wake up, New
3: York. Body, no more sleeping in bed, no more backward thinking time for thinking ahead. The world has changed so very much from what it used to be, there is so much hatred, war, and poverty. Oh, yeah.